Hello to everyone. What I'm going to be demonstrating here today for you is an app on the Mac called Mac Whisper. So I'm going to briefly take you through the application interface and show you how it looks. And then we're going to transcribe some audio. And what Mac Whisper does is it allows you to transcribe an audio file into text. So converting audio into text so that you have the beginnings of a transcript. So let's first launch Mac Whisper. And when you first, well, for me, as I'm dropping into Mac Whisper, I am dropped into an edit field that says paste in a YouTube link. Um, I have not tried this with any other video service, but it does work. And that is going to be a part of our demonstration. But first, I want to take you to a different location because this is most likely what you would see on first launch of Mac Whisper. So now I'm going to manage models and models in Whisper are the ways or the different levels of audio transcription, whether it's going to be fast, but a little rough on the actual transcription, or is it going to take a long time, but really heavily process the audio to try to be as accurate as possible. While accuracy is better with the larger models that are available, some of them are restricted to the pro upgrade to Mac Whisper, whereas you get the tiny English translation and I believe a couple of others that are relatively fast and as far as I've been testing, pretty accurate, but it all depends on how accurate you want your information to be. And as with anything, the quality of the audio that you're pushing into it is going to also be deterministic on how well it comes out, regardless of the model. So this is what you typically see once you first launch Mac Whisper is the models because you have to download at least one before you're going to be able to use it. And I will show you the one that is typically... The best to get started with just for testing, one, because it's smaller, so it takes up less storage on your hard drive, and it's also faster. So, you know, just, just for some quick testing, you can see how well it works before you even get into anything bigger. Tiny. So here's the one that I would recommend downloading first. It's already downloaded to my computer, but this is called Tiny. Very fast, but okay accuracy. ADMB. And as you hear, very fast, but okay accuracy. Open Finder. And Delete. then I can get Medium. to it in Finder or remove it. There's a medium and then here's one that is only available for uh, the pro upgrade, which is active. Very slow, but amazing accuracy. Three gigabytes. Very slow, but amazing accuracy. Right. So if you have something that's extraordinarily sensitive, like me using this to transcribe Zoom meetings, for example, is where I would use this large model uh, as opposed to just something quick and dirty. I just kind of want a quick little transcript out of something so I can use it again. The accuracy has been pretty decent for my uses. Uh, I will go with the tiny model in, in those cases. Uh, I haven't really played around with Medium. I just downloaded it just to uh, actually use it to see how it works. But this is where you're going to pick that model. As I said, I will start with the tiny one first and then work your way up as you determine if the application is going to work for you. I mentioned a pro upgrade uh, that is available. It's at the time of me recording this around 17-ish dollars. It's, uh, the price is shown in euros, but I think the... Uh, Transfer rate right now is about $17, roughly about what I paid for mine, uh, just to support the developer as well as have access to that larger, uh, that, that large language model uh, for transcription. And um, it is a one-time purchase, so no subscriptions. And the other super cool thing about Whisper and why I like it is because all of the transcription is done on my device. It's not being sent off to a cloud anywhere. It's being run on my Mac. I currently have this running on a MacBook Air M2. 
uh, and also have it installed on my Mac Mini, which is where I tend to use it to process a lot of audio, even though the MacBook Air that I'm on right now does fairly well. I just like to offload those processes. All right, so we're back in the main window. Uh, so just to take a quick tour here, we're going to we'll start at the very top with the close button. Close, minimize, full screen. You got your typical buttons there in a, in a Mac application window. Toolbar. There's the toolbar. So in here, before you start doing anything, in toolbar, waveform and magnifying glass. there's a waveform and magnifying glass. And that just brings up a in dialog close. global find and replace. Global find and replace window. Uh, some labels here could be improved a little bit. Waveform and magnifying I, I need glass. to submit some feedback to the developer. I haven't gotten around to it. English, globe. Uh, English, this English, and then it says globe. So it's telling me that English is currently selected, but this is the globe menu, which visually kind of has become the indicator for how you change languages or change keyboards. For example, on iOS, there's a globe symbol where we voiceover users here switch keyboard and whatever the keyboard is that will be next up in the rotation. Here you can select a specific language, uh, which will make the transcription go easier when you're dealing with a transcription that handles multiple languages. Auto detect language will do exactly that. It will auto detect the language that does cause it to take longer. So since most of what I am trans uh, scribing or converting from audio into text is a uh, English language file. I tend to set mine to English just to cut out that little bit of ambiguity. Large. And I'm currently set to the large model. I'm going to switch to the tiny. Menu. Manage model select large. Manage model tiny. Now I'm on the tiny. I still have tiny. English, English selected. Verified that. And that's all that's in this toolbar as well. So now I'm going to navigate over. I'll show you the rest of the interface and then we'll do a transcription. Enter YouTube URL. So there's the enter YouTube URL. I'm not, as I said before, not sure if this will work with any other video service because I have not tried it. Open files. There's open files, which means you can browse, browse your file system to locate a file that's an audio file that you want to bring in. To my knowledge, it only supports MP3, M4A, and WAV. I have not tried a FLAC file as of yet. New recording. Uh, there's a new recording, so you can speak into your microphone. Uh, on your computer and have it transcribe that audio once you're done. Beta. And then there's a beta tag here for record app, record app audio. So this is what I have been using to record Zoom meetings and um, have them transcribe once I'm done, uh, as opposed to going through the process of recording that audio from Zoom and sending it to somewhere like Otter AI or something like that. It's all done locally on my computer. Drag and drop audio files to transcribe. And then, of course, you can drag and drop an audio file here to transcribe as well. In a future update, supposedly we're going to get the ability to put multiple audio files in here. Uh, that's currently not the case at right now. It's a single audio file. Uh, I will show you the interface for recording app audio so you're familiar with it. By default, it's going to have it set to record system audio. You're initially dropped into a search field. Search, edit text. And then you see your options. Computer, record all system audio. And it's only going to show applications that are currently open on your computer. So like when I wanted to record Zoom earlier today, for example, I had to uh, exit out of this window, open up Zoom, and then reopen this window in order for Zoom to show up. So there's that. But one more tip. So if you're recording system audio or if you're recording an app, say Zoom, for example, record microphone. you can also check, check this box to add your microphone. So in my Zoom recording from earlier today, I had my voice. Uh, being recorded, as well as the audio coming out of Zoom being recorded, which gave me a full transcript of the conversation. Record system audio. And then there's the button that would initiate to start the recording of that system. 
Now I'm going to close this because that's not what we want to do here today. I'm going to go here and paste in a YouTube URL. Press return. And that's going to give it a couple of seconds to process here. Full screen. Toolbar. Play. YouTube video. MP4. Slash. 0019. 0%. Playback time. 1. And it has completed the transcription process. So let's take a look at the transcript here. And I can just navigate over to this list. And that is where the lines of the transcription are. Probably reach out to Gravity Wisdom like, hey, I feel like populate anything 0 hundred hours. 0 760. And what you hear there is the first part of a conversation. And it gives you a timestamp. I have not yet figured out how to disable those timestamps showing up for me. So that's one thing that I want to figure out. So if anybody listening to this is familiar with Mac Whisper uh, or just paid more attention to something that I did not, please share. Should be helpful here, but I need a little bit of your help in order for this to be magic. 0 3 840. I'm technically working on your favorite podcast platform 012, 320-016, And that is the transcript with the timestamps as well. So you could use this for transcribing, say, a YouTube video that you're about to publish or some audio you're about to publish, come out with a transcript and then use those timestamps as chapter markers, possibly. Maybe not every single one of them, but some of them. There is the transcription on the fly of a YouTube clip that Michael posted uh, with a clip from Technically Working. So that is how Mac Whisper works. Thank you for checking out this little walkthrough and probably do some more stuff showing you how to drag files in and also how to record app audio as well.